Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks, that's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keuchel Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner... White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post game show. Johnny Nani here alongside NWI Steve discussing a 4 1 White Sox winner. Steve, Sox got the job done tonight like they could not in the opener of the series. Feels a lot better this time around. Hey, yo, Johnny. It is nice to see them rebound after that bullshit that we had to experience last night. So see them go out there, flush that down the toilet, and put another one back in the left hand column. Uh, that's what you need to see here because the thing that you just want to prevent, obviously, is that kind of turning into a snowball effect. Right. Absolutely. And uh, Tony and I talked about that uh, last night, uh, late last night, excuse me, after uh, you know <laughs> uh, wa- watching that uh, collapse last night. But, um, you know, I think they turned around well, and that's why I, I titled this one, uh, Got the Job Done. Because in all facets of the game overall, I mean, no, I know the last thing kind of sticking in minds uh, is like the kind of, oh boy, is this going to be a here we go again uh, instance in the top of the ninth inning. But in the overall grand scheme of things, they got the job done on every facet of the game. They really did. They got uh, some solid starting pitching again from Lucas Giolito. That's really been a continuation of something that we have seen over the last, you know, eight or nine games here as they've gone on this stretch here, winning eight out of nine, or, or excuse me, uh, seven, seven out of eight here. So that's something that's very important here is obviously taking some of the load off that bullpen Starters being able to work deeper into games, get you anywhere from 18 to 21 outs. We saw that from Giolito tonight, getting through seven complete. That's a a very important thing here as this season is going to progress. Um, They weren't going particularly deep early on in the season here. So to now see them kind of turn that tide a little bit, that's definitely going to help this team going forward. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get back to the pitching in a second here. But overall, a little timely hitting there. A little small ball uh, with, with the sack bunt thrown in there. And then Timmy coming up once again, timely hitting uh, to get some runs on the board. And then also uh, clean on the defensive side. No errors tonight. I like seeing that last column blank. That is really a major point of emphasis for this team. It's obviously been talked about ad nauseum, the fact that uh, coming into the game tonight that they were tied with the lowly Pittsburgh Pirates with 26 errors leading uh, Major League Baseball. So to see them go out there, actually play a nice, good, clean, fundamental defensive game, that's the type of thing that you need to see happen there. And if they can find a way to do that with some level of consistency here, they will be able to be a more competitive team on a night-in, night-out basis. Well said, well said. It's just nice to see clean defense because this isn't like Tony says, this isn't little league bullshit. These are professional baseball players. They should, you know, you know, every once in a while, physical error is going to happen, but man, you can't let them pile up like they did uh, when they've had a lot of their struggles this year. All right, Steve, let's get, let's get back to the pitching because you mentioned Lucas Giolito. Uh, I'm talking about set the tone for this game. Uh, one thing that I said would be key. So let's see how deep he can go. I knew I expected his first couple starts back from the IL from that four to like five to six range. Now I was like, I wanted to see him build up a little bit, and he gave a seven strong tonight. 
biggest thing tonight and um you know for for lucas just going out there and working ahead consistently really pounding the zone uh mixing in fastball had real good sharp tight slider tonight was using you know different variances of of that pitch and really had good quality sequencing throughout throughout the entirety of the game here and you know the cleveland hitters are typically pretty aggressive uh, they showed several graphics during the course of the game just these guys do not really swing and miss they don't strike out a lot as a team here so luke is going out there pounding the zone early you knew that um you know the cleveland you know guardians God, i still have trouble saying that that they were going to be going out there being aggressive and looking to put the ball in play and we saw that and this was a really quick crisp game for the most part if you look at it i mean we got through about seven innings here in about the two hour mark so it was about two hours and 40 minutes total here for for this game tonight which uh, by mlb standards here today in the year of our lord 2022 i mean that's you know light speed right there yeah i mean consider it was uh you know last night granted uh, a lot of different circumstances especially late and extra innings in that game but still you look at the finish times on those closer to 11 30 last night and we're wrapping up uh, almost four nine or uh, ten o'clock uh, tonight so you like to see that uh, with the 710 start yeah uh, get, getting back to giolito here a little bit um you know not, not as many strikeouts as his last outing obviously a different mm-hmm. quality of opponent that you're playing there and like you had mentioned uh cleveland really looking to put the ball in play um but i did you know uh the change up is something that we've talked about uh, many a time on this show uh, i uh, you know as soon as uh, he found the slider to compliment it i think the change up is really really uh, effective for him and uh you know I, I love the length, man. I just got to go back to that one because it's something that I had said that I wanted to see. And then when you go and see it actually performed on the field, it's a good feeling. You bring up a very key point there, Johnny, the developing that consistency with the slider, finding that release point, and then having that third quality offering for two years, I was saying that the fastball change of combination that Lucas was featuring it obviously was was effective, but the thing that was really going to take him to the next level that he was going to need against higher caliber opponents like the Houston Astros, like the Yankees, and some of the other teams that this uh, White Sox group would potentially run into in the playoffs, you need to have a third quality offering in there. He had that tonight. He's had that with more consistency here to start out the 2022 season, and that's going to be just very important for him to continue having that level of consistency with that third offering here as we get deeper into the season and hopefully into October. Yeah. My last comment uh, piggybacking off of that again here is that uh, it, what you obviously you'd like to see him always have it from the start, but that's not always going to be the case. Uh, that doesn't always happen in pitching. Uh, shit. Sometimes the changeup can be off, even though it's one of his you mm-hmm. know uh, main offerings there. Uh, but you saw him come out and didn't have it at the very, very beginning. And then there was a point where he uh, like found it just felt like it clicked. Right. Uh, and then after that, uh, things went to, seemed uh, to go fairly smooth. Obviously, those middle innings, uh, he cruised through pretty damn well, which uh, led to the brevity uh, of this ball game. So I like to see that. And then once again, uh, sticking on the pitching theme here, that shortens the bullpen usage because uh, you only needed uh, to use three arms out of here. And uh, one of them was just for one out, uh, that lefty specialist, Bennett Souza, uh, coming in relief of Jose Ruiz uh, when they came in uh, combined to get that eighth inning shut down with no damage. And uh, Kendall Graveman at the end, I know there was a lot of uproar about him uh, not being available last night, but uh, hey, uh, he came in tonight. And overall, well, there was, granted, like I'd mentioned a little earlier, a little drama at the end, but uh, overall, no damage done. White Sox take this thing home, uh, and he racks up a save, second of the season here. Yeah, overall, the bullpen did a solid job again. Last night was really the first hiccup that that group has had in probably about two weeks or so at this point. They've really been going out there and pitching their nuts off. So um, obviously that's something that's going to happen over the course of 162-game seasons. You're going to have bullpen implosions from time to time. Um, 
but just, you know, obviously the circumstances under which it happened made it a little more um, traumatic yesterday. So to see that group uh, today with, you know, Ruiz, Souza, and Graveman go out there, throw up zeros for six outs, that's that's something that uh, you hope is going to build some momentum here and get this group back going. Yeah, uh, backtracking just a little bit. Uh, props to you, Bennett Souza, because that's not a tough, you know, granted it was only one out. He only had to get one third, but he got, he got the job done against the best player on the other team, uh, objectively speaking, and it, it, no doubt about it. Jose Ramirez is the guy who can beat you. Uh, but he came in with they have at least one runner on there uh, in that scenario. So, uh, you know, a, a long ball there puts you in danger of, you know, having a repeat of last night, uh, at least in terms of trajectory of the game. And he I just want to commend him for coming in, uh, getting the job done uh, in that situation he was thrust in to yeah going in there immediately attacking the strike zone going right after jose ramirez you see that far too often with relief pitchers when they come in in a tight spot against an opposing lineup's best hitter they go out there they get a little bit of timid they try to nibble on the edges of the strike zone next thing you know it's 2031 and jose ramirez is the type of guy that you get him in that type of count he's ready to come unglued and try to put one on the ryan yeah, absolutely. So um, overall, solid job by the pitching. Uh, we had already covered the defense. Let's get into the bats a little bit here, Steve. Uh, a little two-out offense in the bottom of the fifth gets it going with uh, Josh Harrison uh, going all fancy into second base. I love when he does a little shuffle in there when he knows uh, he's going to be there on time. Uh, two-out double, though, and Tim Anderson follows up. Uh, the ball back up the middle on the ground. RBI single. Uh, that'll put our socks up 1-0 here. Uh, Timmy, re-hit night tonight. Got to like it. All Timmy does is hit, baby. Never stops. Never stops with that guy. Um, you know, obviously that's a, a pivotal situation right there. There was obviously still probably an air of tension in the crowd being scoreless at that point, given uh, what happened late in the game yesterday. So to see the Sox go out there, get on the board first, kind of take some of that, um, you know, some of that momentum, kind of get it back on their side a little bit. That was, I think, pretty important because had they fallen behind in this game, I think there would have been a collective apprehension, both within the crowd and probably within that dugout there, just yes. knowing um, everything that transpired you know, 24 hours ago. Yeah, absolutely. You read my mind. I was just going to say both uh, for the fans and for the clubhouse itself. So um, I like to bring it up. And I just like some I like some two out hitting because a, it's not really expected. Um, you're kind of like if you're at the ball game, you're kind of thinking like, OK, am I going to get up and go get a beer, go to the bathroom, go grab some food after this one? You're already like making your plans. And then someone gets a two out hit and it's like, oh, no, I'm staying locked back in here. And then, you know, I uh, put the runs up there and I kind of equate it to I brought up some hockey um analysis on the it's kind of like the equivalent of uh um scoring a goal in the last minute of a period against a team it's like you're ready to go to the intermission and then, nope guess what uh, and then you get uh, one tallied on you there so I, I like the two out piece of hitting there uh by both the uh, harrison and anderson there uh, to get that thing uh on the board there and then in the bottom of the six white Sox would be done here uh robert with a one out single uh robert gets second uh stealing on grandall strikeout and then Gavin Sheets, hey, a guy that we may have unlocked by some uh, little, just a little smack talk, um, and some, uh, and he he knew it too. He knew he needed to uh, produce. Uh, he, he was not satisfied with his performance over the last stretch of games leading into the series. And guess what? He's been, done nothing but deliver this series. He hit an absolute piss rod into the night there again tonight. So that's back to back evenings uh, seeing him leave the ballpark. Very important to see him get going here. Obviously, provide some stability and a little bit of balance from the left-hand side of the plate. Talked about ad nauseum. Stone has been bringing this up on the broadcast, just how right-handed this lineup is. So if you can get some left-handed consistency in the lineup from Gavin Sheets, being able to supply some power in there, that's going to be 
very important for this team. It's going to help lengthen things out. And as we've seen some of the struggles with guys like Yasmani Grandal, Jose Abreu, um, AJ Pollock, you need somebody to step up in these spots here. So if Gavin can be one of the guys to help get going there and again, do so providing power, that's going to be very important for this team to get going offensively. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about uh, guys. And Benetti <clears throat> talked about it a little bit on the broadcast, but you know, he's disappointed in himself that he didn't he, a for the team, the team's purposes. He hasn't been contributing too too much. Like I said, over this past stretch, even though they've been winning ball games, but he hasn't been doing a whole, whole lot in terms of uh, really having these impactful, uh, you know, RBI opportunities, bringing guys home around to score. Um, and I, you saw the weight kind of lifted off of him, especially after making the error in the first inning last night and then responding uh, with the home run in the bottom of the first then. Uh, and I think this is just a uh, goes to show you that, you know, confidence in hitting can both be contagious. Hawk used to talk about this all the time. Hitting is contagious. And it is one of those things that when you are feeling good at the plate, the ball it, it looks like a beach ball. And then when you're struggling, when you're in a funk, it looks like a golf ball out there. So there is obviously that psychological element that goes into this. And hopefully, you know, yesterday that home run that he hit is kind of the thing that gets the tide turned for Gavin a little bit, gets him in a better mindset. Now doing it back to back nights here. You'd love to see that just continue from game to game there. And it's really going to be important again, just to see him provide balance and provide length to this lineup. Yes, absolutely. Agree hundred percent there, Steve. So uh, let's hope for more of that in the future from Gavin Sheets. A uh, good little start here uh, with the series though, and turning things around. Um, we, Tony and I gave Josh Naylor uh, more airtime than we would have liked to last night. So uh, we'll mention him briefly here. Uh, one out solo shot in the top of the seventh to get Cleveland on the board, made it three, one at the time, but our boys weren't done. Steve bottom of the seventh uh, angle leads it off at the single Harrison gets him over on that sack bunt, a little bit of small ball that I talked about. Um, and then, Tim Anderson pokes one down the line. All Timmy does is hit, man. Like you'd said earlier, uh, great piece of hitting here. Uh, hit it where they ain't. And uh, he gets two bags on that and brings home uh, the fourth run that definitely makes you feel better uh, about this thing collectively. You know, Tim's obviously going to be unhappy about some of the defensive miscues that have been plaguing him in the last, was it 15 games or so? I think he's got nine errors in, in that stretch there. The thing that is great about it is he's not taking that into the batter's box with him and he's making an impact offensively here. And so to be able to go out there and kind of counterbalance some of that with good quality, consistent professional at bats and doing so in clutch spots here tonight in particular, driving in two very pivotal runs for this team. That's, that's what you want to see from one of your leaders on this, on this ball club. All right. I agree 100%. It is nice to see that um, because it can, it's easy for that to bleed over into the other aspect of your game. It's nice that he's able to compartmentalize. And once again, I know it's only one game here. And obviously, last night's mishaps are still fresh in the mind, but um, it's a step forward because if he had another error tonight, then it's just another snowball effect there. So um, I, I like everything that we had just uh, outlined there about Mr. Tim Anderson. So, um, Steve, final thoughts from this one. I think we went through all phases here. Uh, maybe anything on the last inning. Uh, obviously, a little bit of nail-biting uh, circumstances there, and then we can uh, move on uh, to game the finale of the series. I mean, as far as the ninth inning goes, like you just don't want to see walks in that situation. You got a three-run lead. Go out there, pound the strike zone. Um, you know, you give up the one hit to, what was it, to Quan, and then he gave up the hit to um, uh, or, Rosario, I believe. Or Rosario, yeah. yeah but he, I will say, he poked the ball around. Off that everybody tonight, so it didn't matter who he was facing. He was gonna if it was three feet out of zone, it seemed like he was gonna hit it off the field. Yeah, he seemed to have a very concerted 
approach to go up there and take the ball the other way tonight. And he did that with uh, pretty good effectiveness. So, but just see Graveman go out there, just limit the damage. Obviously you get the two base runners on there and you kind of start thinking to yourself, Oh God, here we go again. And for him to go out there, kind of rise to the occasion, get that ground ball, Jose, you know, in that yeah. spot right there, you definitely want to see him flip the ball, not take it himself, not make yep. it a little bit more tense than it probably needed to be having to go to replay and all that. But all's well that ends well. Yeah. It'd be one thing if I think if Grayman wasn't there on time, then that's, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to try and make the play. But after he slipped, definitely should have been uh, the uh, flip. Cause if he didn't slip at all, I think he could have just made it there on like mm-hmm. a normal play and just touch the bag and then be done with it. And that would have been it. But obviously a little dramatics to get the review uh, did go the Sox way though. And I think they got it right. Um, so that, that was at least a good, uh, you know, n- nice thing to see because I could easily see something like that. Uh, so they called it originally safe on the field, not being completely overturned. So I'm glad that they were able to sync up the views and get that done as Benetti always likes to point out but we have the technology yeah we have we have the technology now uh and that nice to see it though go in your favor uh white Sox take this one four to one to even up this series here steve we're leading into a matinee series finale 110 on the south side wednesday afternoon it'll be Vinny Vibes, Vince Velasquez going for the Southsiders, and aaron savali on the other side for the guardians a little matchup preview here what are we gonna see in this one Wanted to see Velasquez go out there, do what he's done his last couple of outings, going out there, establishing fastball command early and often, utilizing a good tight slider, having a nice quality two-pitch mix in there, and just attack these guys. This Cleveland lineup, they're not – I know they're third in the league in runs scored right now, and statistically as a team, the numbers look good, but that lineup just doesn't scare you. Outside of Jose Ramirez, and I know Josh Naylor's obviously had the big series here, but that group just does not strike fear in you. So go right at these motherfuckers, throw strike one, work ahead early and often. And I think good things are going to happen. So um, that's what I want to see from Velasquez. Sabali is off to a very rough start for the, for the guardians this year. So I want to see this team go out there, be a little bit selective. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we don't see Luis Robert in the lineup tomorrow. He seemed like he was kind of grimacing um, a couple of different times as he's out there running on the bases. So could almost kind of envision a scenario where maybe angles in center field, and then you've got maybe sheets in right. Yes. DHing and McGuire catching. So we could have a little bit of a weird lineup out there tomorrow. Uh, so that's something I'm going to be kind of mindful of, but just go out there and get yourself into quality at bats, take some pitches for, for a change. We saw they did that yesterday and they scored nine runs out of it and result wasn't great, but that's the type of offensive approach that you want to see with consistency. So go out there and do that again tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. That was something that I'd talked about to continue to take those walks. Uh, that's what I'd like to see. And then as you did talked about with the lineup, not really striking fear. Obviously, I think it's just a, maybe a lack of big names. They do have some guys um, that, uh, you know, are, are pesky. I think that's that's a good word to describe, especially someone like Rosario, like I was talking about, you know, is poking some stuff out uh, opposite field there. Um, they, so they are, they are a little bit of a pesky group. But um, once again, a, a clean defensive slate tonight. Uh, I know it's only one game to build on here after the last kind of uh, meltdown there. But if Vince is able to get ahead, throw strikes, uh, let them put the ball in play and the defense is there behind him to make said plays, uh, I think it could result in the further success, furthered success for Vinny Vibes. Because let's give him a little credit, man. The last couple of outings have been very, very uh, solid for him. And I think everybody is uh, kind of buying in now. Like, uh, like, man, maybe, maybe we jumped the gun a little too much on this guy. Um, but I, I, I do think that there's the capacity to be effective because shit, 
if you can do that against a team like the Angels, then who's to say you can't do it against a team like the Guardians? Exactly. And I think it's really important for him to go out there and have another quality outing tomorrow from an individual standpoint. But from the team standpoint here, they need to win a series against a divisional opponent. They're four and ten against this division overall. And let's be real about this. That should not be happening right now. Right. So this is a really important game. I'm not going to say it's a must win, but the fact of the matter is this is a game you really want to take going into a weekend series against the Yankees who are hot as shit right now. Judge walked off Toronto again here tonight. So they've got the best record in the league. So they're coming into town. You don't want to have a bad taste in your mouth with that team and that offense coming in here. So go out there, find a way to win a baseball game tomorrow and win a series. Yeah, to set the tone for the weekend, man. Uh, I'm all about that. And like you said, with the divisional stuff, agree. 100% should not be in the situation that we are, but it is what it is. And they can start, uh, you know, continue. Excuse me. They, they started on that tonight. They can continue to write that ship uh, as we go into the finale here uh, on Wednesday. So who's helping us get this done? Who's helping us carry, carry this momentum over and uh, get a win, get a series win uh, here against the Guardians? All right. I'm going to go really bold tomorrow. I think that uh, with Savali on the mound, we're going to be in real good hands with Reese McGuire tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, we had talked, there was past moments where it was so close, where it could have been his first like major like moment where like you remember him doing something like offensively for the White Sox. So I hope that's the case tomorrow, Steve, and I hope you're right there. Um, let's see. Uh, with For those reasons, I mentioned, I saw that too uh, with a um, – uh, Luis Robert uh, wincing just a little bit there. And I think they're still, you know, just cautious of the uh, injury scare that he had a little bit earlier. I'll go with the guy who would probably replace him in center field and that being Adam Engel. So I believe it's been uh, about a couple weeks since I picked him. So I'm just going to rotate on back uh, to the man of steel himself. So give me a final thought and then uh, we'll wrap this baby up. Good rebound. Find a way to win tomorrow. Win a series. Let's go. Yeah, Vinny Bibes, keep him rolling. I, I love it. Uh, uh, you know, I, I was down on him uh, early on in the year, but I do like what he's shown us over the past couple of outings. So let's keep the Vinny Vibes rolling and uh, like set the tone for the weekend upcoming against a hot Yankees team. That's all we've got. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Socks on Tap. Till next time, White Sox forever. White Sox for life.